On today's episode of Senior Quotes, we invite back our returning guest now officially, Colin Quinn, as we talk some college basketball and some combine news. So buckle up, it's gonna be a good episode. I really do, I really got it. Ain't no secret to it. If I did it, then I had to do it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the 10th episode of the Senior Coach Podcast brought to you by Crunchtime Sports. I'm your host, Aiden Braddock, and I'm joined by Jack Coleman and our resident bracketologist, Colin Quinn. What's going on? Thank you. I'm excited to talk some college hoops today. Finally, in one of the best months of the year, March. It's here, yeah. We this waited. is March. Yeah, we this waited until March. March to this make is sure. March. Yeah. It's not about to be March. It is March. Yeah. So, um... It is episode 10. That's pretty wild. I mean, I was kind of looking at that when I was getting my quotes going. That's kind of surreal. You know, we just started this, what, five months ago in yeah, October, and wild. we're here now. Big We've story. had some pretty awesome um, guests on. We were just discussing the Mount Rushmore of guests, and I think Colin is trying to cement his position on it. So let's see how good of an episode this is. Our let's first get it one, going. Our first one was awesome, but Jack wants to have the first quote, so he's going to kick this episode off. All right. Uh, Pretty big news in college basketball, so you may be able to get it from the quote. I never have and I never will. Who said it? <laughs> wait, 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 really? Yeah, I never it's have. It's from college never. basketball? College basketball. Um, it's something with... Um it's something with paying recruits, I think. It has to be. But It's got to be Sean Miller. <laughs> yeah, right? Doesn't it... It's definitely yeah. Sean Miller. <laughs> yeah, we'll it Sean, Sean Miller. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'll give you... Uh, that's a full point. Because right, cool. you got that it was about... That's my, that would be my one lifeline. I was saying I needed it. You, but. you probably would have got around to that anyway. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, Arizona coach Sean Miller on paying players, specifically DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a wire tap saying that he oh, yeah. offered 100000 uh for Ayton, for Ayton to sign with the Wildcats. Um, and this is, I don't know, this is a big deal. Initially, it seemed like a bigger deal. Yeah. And then everyone was kind of like, oh, you know, like, they deserve money. <laughs> like, college True. basketball athletes, like, they, they need this. They're, they're going out there, putting their life on the line. I mean, not really, but yeah. they're out there endlessly providing money to these big-name schools and companies who invest in March Madness, and they're seeing absolutely nothing. Well, it turns out pretty much all of them, or a decent amount of them, are getting yeah. some money about, out of it, and the NCAA is all upset, but we as fans and everyone around both the NBA and the NCAA really doesn't seem that upset about it, No, and that's why I think Sean Miller decided to wait to come out with a statement because he saw the national reaction and was like, all right, I guess everyone's not that mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say I didn't do it, <laughs> Yeah, and... I mean, We'll be all right here. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Um, so yeah, this yeah. is yeah. I, it's just I don't know how we go forward from here. Uh, I don't know if we offer athletes contracts. If I know we saw something. Well, I know I saw recently there was something that came out that said uh, they were considering athletes getting some form of money from uh, branding or something. Or what's it called? Uh, make, well, mer- no, sorry, merchandise. I know what you're trying to say. Spon- sponsorship, sponsorship, something like that. I, all right, maybe I don't know what you're saying, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, do you know. mean like do you mean like the, the like schools like jerseys being sponsored? I thought you meant like the players themselves. I, I thought players themselves yeah, okay, could like right. work for deals or something. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I see. that would make sense. That'd be cool. I mean, think of in the past how many college athletes lost out on money. Like think of all the Jordan UNC jerseys that have yeah, been and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's just a good idea. Just because it's 
you know, not the name of the player on the back, people really associate that number with the player, and that should become a part of their likeness that they sure. should be able to merchandise on. Yeah, I was going to say... Um, Same with NCAA video games, I which was they about, need to bring back. No, I would agree with that. Those I was legitimately going to bring that up. And um, that's what I'm going. going. <laughs> I'm just going to say that that was my point to tie in to yeah, yeah, yeah. football and college football because no, when are we going to hear about it with college as well? Uh, because this is just NCAA basketball, but you know it's happening definitely with football. Dude, people I, people are getting upset about like somebody apparently like rumored being paid like five hundred dollars. Like yeah. that, I remember that. Or thing. getting bought at dinner. Yeah, that's like that's ridiculous. just respectful. That's ridiculous. Like, come yeah, on. yeah. I think there definitely needs to be set parameters, and especially what Colin said, like buying dinner stuff like that, like. Come on, just allow that. Let these guys have some fun, but you don't necessarily need to be paying them a hundred thousand dollars. But you know, give them the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. shoe deals. Give them you know jersey sale numbers. Well, I mean, the minute they leave their school, they get their shoe deal, and exactly. they get all the they get an agent, they get all these things as they're preparing for the NBA or the NFL. I think it's ridiculous that. Well, let them go to the NBA earlier. Get rid of the one and done rule. Yeah, just, yeah. If yeah. they want to go and. They think they can make it. Go for it. Look yeah. at LeBron. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Look at COVID. Yeah. I think I just think the biggest part of this issue is there's 347 Division One college basketball teams. Wow. 4,511 Division One college basketball players. So what percentage of those 4,500 players are, are actually going to get paid? You know uh, what I mean? Oh. Because that's the thing. You you're going to start. Imagine like kids at Monmouth University getting yeah, paid, yeah, yeah. like how's that going to work? You know what I mean? And they're a solid mid-major team yeah, yeah. In, who's up like the top middle area yeah, of college basketball. So I think it's a very tough issue economically and socially. Well, as that's a why the deals kind of make sense because deals, the players that want, or excuse me, the players that should be the ones getting paid, like the... Ex- the big name players, get paid. Yeah. the You're Duke right. UNC players, would get paid for big mm-hmm. deals for sure. and jersey sales. No one's out here buying Bobbitt University jerseys. Yeah, exactly. True. Um, so I think that's a good way to go about it. Also, there's something else I wanted to bring up. Well, I was going to say, because you kind of – I had a whole point prepared, but you kind of jumped the NCAA yeah. football gun. Like, they stopped making the game in 2014, and the main reason was because they didn't want to have the likeness of players because for some reason they can't even – they can't even have a third party like EA Sports profit off of these players, let alone the players yeah. themselves. You know, it's just I think it's ridiculous how protective they are. The NCAA is I, don't, I mean, I know LeBron said like the NCAA is corrupt or whatever. I'm not gonna go that far, but I'm gonna say they're clearly trying to profit off these players without giving well, them no, any scraps. I, I fully think they are corrupt. The the amount of money that they make off of these players and they're not seeing so what, they, they're getting a free education, yes, a lot of money, but the amount of money compared to the amount brought in every March sure. in the tournament and the amount of ads that get paid for, these big name schools are raking in money like crazy. The NCAA is making billions. Probably they're a cartel. At exactly. the end of the day, they have a monopoly and over totally. that over college oh. basketball, and they hold all the cards. Another point when we talk yeah. about the NCAA as a whole representing all athletes in general in college, what does this mean for say? Not necessarily uh, basketball, football. What about like swimming? What about lacrosse? Where mm. These players aren't going to get paid. They most likely aren't getting paid. How does that make them feel? How are they going to be feeling when they're not making any money here and they're putting just as much work and grind in as these players, if not even more? Because their only hope is really trying to get to, let's say, the Olympics. Well, I mean, that's a similar conversation to when um, 
there was a lot of outrage that women's soccer team for the U.S. was getting paid less than the men's, and that was the only justified argument, I believe, that they had because the women definitely bring in more revenue than the men's do. They're clearly they actually the top, make it to the a World top. Cup. Yeah, yeah, they're the best in the world. But otherwise, it's kind of the same situation where the revenue that the sport particularly brings in is what the players, I think, should be getting paid. You know, that's why the NBA has had some absurd contracts recently because that's that all that extra money that they're able to spend because TV contracts are blowing up. But at the same time, I think that should be how these athletes are paid. And I mean, did you hear what Lonzo Ball said? Where he yeah. said, like, that stuff doesn't happen around here. So whatever he said made it sound like UCLA had um, been paying players as well. And I think it happens a lot more than we have really, you know, you, you honestly that it think did. LeVar Ball didn't sit down with UCLA? He's, like, <laughs> he's not coming here unless he has some kind of money coming in. Honestly, yeah, yeah. So. Just goes to show you, it's it's widespread. And how about how about Lamelo Ball having his own signature shoe, and that takes away his eligibility for the NCAA? Yeah. I know that he yeah. has no intention of going to the, college now, but that's it's insane. Yeah, the Ball family is, is one that we're gonna have to look at in this situation with Leangelo and Lamelo because, I mean, they're they've been actually doing all right in. I haven't really followed them, but Lithuania, right? I think yeah, Lithuania. Yeah. So, what does this mean for them if some, if stuff changes with the NCAA? Could they regain their eligibility? Could they possibly? Could Lamelo actually, actually go to college? I that think the possible. best solution to this issue is you let people go pro. You can like they can go pro right out of high school because you can't start paying people as like a whole because then there just isn't yeah. enough revenue yeah. for those smaller schools That's for it to work. Point. So let the let the Marvin Bagley's, the Zion. Trey Duvall's, Zion the Zion guys. Right. Go right pro right out of high school. They make it great. If they don't, that that that's was their own that, decision exactly. exactly yeah. But if they want to go to college, get a degree, or just even play a couple of years to get themselves on the right track, do that. Yeah. So um, I think that's the biggest way to quality this issue. No, and I have one other idea as well that I've read about, um, and that would be the NBA adopting a, an academy type development. Um, League, I guess. Like uh, ball league. Sure, but more in affiliation with the NBA, where soccer teams have academies since the players are like 13, yeah. 14, 15. You know, so it's something where AAU would probably be scrapped and become more of an academy type thing where players would be training and play basketball from their teenage years. You know, yeah. so it's, it's definitely another idea that sounds kind of absurd to us right now because we're so used to the NCAA being the only way that you can really get yeah. into the NBA. Well, I talked about this in an earlier episode where we saw the big boom in this travel sports industry. And if this were to just go completely over to like an academy system, I think it would do well. We're already seeing where the travel, the AAU players are the ones that are making it to the league, yeah. the ones that are spending all this money. So, hey, what's the difference if they just make it academy? Yeah, it works in soccer, but that's because they're recruiting players all yeah. around the world. However, I do think on a localized scale, it would work for uh, well, Look at basketball now. Basketball yeah. is expanding all globally, too. Oh, sure, but I mean... Porzingis yeah. and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Markkinen. Uh, no, Jokic, yeah. Yeah, Jokic. All these great players from all around the world. What's the guy that, uh, this year... That earlier mock drafts had going first. Oh, uh, Luka Doncic. Luka yeah. Doncic, yeah. He's off exactly. the charts. Yeah, exactly. he's very good. So, it's spreading. It, it'll never be like soccer, because worshipped in those yeah. areas. But I think yeah. an academy-type thing in the U.S. could be an interesting plan. I think so, too. I just yeah. think it would also, I think it would it make AAU basketball almost extinct and do yeah. the same thing to high yeah. school, too. True. Because kids are going to drop out of high school if they're getting paid at 15 years old. It's true. And they know they got it all the way through. High school basketball would be like, 
like kind of like the team that we had this year who are all solid guys but they're not looking to play in college and there'd still be some pretty entertaining games we know that firsthand sure but too. at the same time we wouldn't be seeing the Brian Antoine and Scotty Lewis match exactly you know but that's the thing I mean would that trade-off be worth it to you know make the NBA a little bit better possibly yeah yeah but that was a good conversation I'll move on to my first combine quote um, we didn't really preface this. Well, we sort of did in the yeah, intro, but okay, Jack's yeah. got three NCAA-related quotes. I have three NFL quotes. Never really done this before, but we're going to alternate oh, yeah, back NFL and forth. Combine. combine, sure. All I right. mean, it, they're all related to the combine, okay, but yeah. All right, cool. All right, I'll start with my first one. Um, half a point for who this is talking about, half a point for who's saying it. Okay. I could not believe what I had seen. I could not believe the things he was able to do. It was a splitting image of me. And the only thing that came to my mind was this kid is five times better than what I was when I was at Virginia Tech. Um, I really just think I'm going to go with Saquon just because he had the most impressive. I'm going to let you take your time on this one. Um, The the person who said this said he was five times better than when he was at Virginia Tech. So just just think think about Virginia Tech, best NFL players out of there. I'll give you some time on this one. It, it was it was probably gonna be my toughest one. It's not safe one. I'll I'll give you that. Um, I got some help from Colin on the first quote, so I'm trying <laughs> to give you a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, Colin, do you have any idea? I, mean, uh, I don't at all, actually, for this one. Yeah, I haven't I followed the combine as closely as I should have. Um. Yeah, I. If if you're saying to take my time and not go safe one. Not go safe one. I'll give you one more hint, but this is going to be only for a half point now. All right, yeah. Um, he told he told scouts he was not interested in trying out as a wide receiver. Oh, this is Lamar Jackson. Yep. Okay. Um, you're going to get a half point, but can you tell me who the player is that is comparing himself to Lamar Jackson? No, I, I have no idea. Michael Vick. Michael oh, Vick for Virginia Tech. Yeah, no. so what he's basically saying here is Lamar Jackson looks pretty much – <laughs> like a better Michael Vick. I mean, out of college, looking How only at the tape. How big is Lamar Jackson though? I mean, it's not Michael Vick. Size, I'll give you. Is I'll he? give you the six, comparison. Six two. I'll give you. I was gonna is say six big? two as I think well. He's six, right. Yeah, but let's see. So, real quick, Lamar Jackson. Did he play all four years at Louisville, but only three? I mean, I thought three. But either way, yeah, yeah, only three. You're correct. But he was a Heisman Trophy winner two years ago. Um, he was insane in college. Uh, the question that so many scouts have had is, is this guy a legitimate quarterback in the NFL? But some of the things I've read are kind of crazy. Um, one scout was concerned he was too athletic to be a quarterback. That should not be a problem. That is an advantage. You know, sure, so many players or so many scouts, excuse me, are looking for quarterbacks who play the pro-style offense. But who's to say that Lamar Jackson can't do that? I think people are concerned about quarterbacks like RG3 and not really, but Manzal or Tim Tebow were not exactly fitting into that uh, prototype or stereotype for a quarterback to be. But I think Lamar Jackson has a lot of pro upside, you know. Well, so I have a big take on this. I think that between Lamar and Baker Mayfield, they're going to be the, the most breakout quarterbacks from this draft class. Okay. So once they get into the league, get on a team, and they might be drafted a lot later than say the Darnolds and the Rosens, but I think those are the ones that are going to have breakout performances that are going to shock everyone, almost like Deshaun Watson, like how that came kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, um, what, Watson was a mid-round pick. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not saying they're going to fall super late, but right. those mid-round picks, I think they're going to be the ones that shock everyone. Oh, and especially by mid-round, I mean mid-first round. Yeah, um, that, yeah, yeah, that's, okay, that's right. what I'm saying. Not like four or five. I'm no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying first round. Yeah. Um, 
And I think Lamar Jackson, my, my only problem with him, I think he's great. I think he will do really well. I think he is one of the best quarterbacks in this draft class. My only problem with him is that he scrambles a lot. Yeah. And in college, you can get away with doing that. And he does this thing where he does a lot of spin moves in his scrambles. He does that in the NFL. He's getting lit Yeah. Up. I mean, these defensive ends are... I mean, exactly. Every player's top. So yeah. if he can yeah. fix that, and I, no doubt, I bet he will as soon as he starts training with an NFL team. If he fixes that, he is dangerous. He is a threat out there as a QB. Yeah. And I agree, Mike Vick is the perfect comparison. He's actually six foot three, so he's actually is got he, the size. Yeah. That and one and inch. That one and inch. And, is and he has bigger hands by an inch than Mike Vick. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Love the big hands. So, I mean, I'm reading. I'm reading the NFL draft profiles well for him as well. I mean. All comparisons to Michael Vick saying first round, possibly second round. I don't have him going in the top half of the first round. I think he'd go to a quarterback needy team who might be in the second half of that, you know, possibly. Could you see him fall into the second round? I think Where's the Giants' second round pick? <laughs> 34th, second overall. So, I mean, well, I, I've heard people say draft Saquon one and trade up in the, like, 20s to pick Lamar Jackson. I don't know how much I want to do that, but um, and we don't even know if Saquon's going to fall past number one with the Browns. But yeah. I'd say <laughs> I'd yeah, say please. Baker Mayfield will go. He won't get past the top ten. I think he's going to be picked at the latest number six by the Jets. So who do you think goes first, Baker or Lamar? Um, Baker Mayfield's going to be picked first, okay. no matter what, um, for sure. And apparently Lamar's had a kind of a rough combine compared to what people are expecting. I mean, Ooh, he's still he's still a great combine athlete. really means nothing. It's it really everything doesn't. you expected. Like yeah, going into this, I expected Saquon to be so sick and benched. Yeah, like yeah, it, this doesn't prove anything. It just shows that guys are great at running around in shorts and tight <laughs> fit. Shirts. It builds it builds people's hype more, even though it's not proving anything new. Like we all knew Saquon Barkley was a crazy good athlete. Yeah, he's just proving it with numbers now, which is you know obviously. It, Builds his case, right, to be the number one pick. But at the same time, we didn't see anything new. Maybe the bench press for a few people, they weren't expecting that. But yeah. yeah, I would say we'll get into it a bit later. I think Saquon's going to go number one right now. I think he will. I, 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 I want him to go to the Giants. Um, but I'm also not too sure how how much longer Eli can play, uh, especially seeing his last few years. But we'll, we'll wait on that. We'll get into that in a bit. Um, you want to go with your second quote? Yeah. Um... I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do. Uh, all right, I'll go with this one. Toughness. That's a very subjective thing, I think. You can't really measure that. I think this team is very tough. This year's team is very committed to everything we do. No agendas, no personal drama. Everything is regarding the team goal, and that's big time. This another, is probably the toughest one. Another generic. Uh, <laughs> is this Michigan's big white guy talking after the I was going to guess Michigan. Michigan. I was going to guess Michigan. Give me a half point, because I was going to guess. I'll give you, I, I will not be able to tell you who it was. All right, yeah, it's Maurice Wagner. Okay. Um, he's their... Oh, that is the... Yeah, yeah. yeah he's their guard. So, get a point five on that half one. Half yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm basically using this to call out Colin here. Oh! 75-64 <laughs> okay. win over Michigan State. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Um, they're not great from the three, Michigan. So, this is my... Before we get into this... My hot take is okay. that Michigan makes the Final Four. You've been saying this. I've been saying um, this. The group chat. I stand by it. It is recording right now oh. live that Garrett, Michigan will make the Final Four. Garrett gave you 12-1 to 1 odds on it. So if you're putting okay. down $10, right. listen. <laughs> no, that's, that's good for you, listen, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> they're going to make the Final Four. You're hearing it here first. So chirp at me when they do. Oh, um, wow. So they're not great from the three. They shoot a lot from three, though, which in March Madness and in these big 
environments where everyone gets pumped up, that could be big. Because if you start nailing them and you're taking a lot of threes, that can work in your favor. Okay. They also don't get to the line a lot, which is scary. That's not something good. But <laughs> who knows, down the stretch, things happen in the tournament. That's exactly. not something I'm worried about. The only problem with a shooting team is you need to get really hot or really yeah. hot. Exactly. So I hope, I, it'd be interesting yeah. if they stay hot because they played great against I Michigan really State, so. obviously beat them, here's, beat Purdue. Here's a cool fact. Uh, mm. Seven straight opponents were held to under a point per possession. Interesting. That's, so that, that's, that's a cool stat. I like yeah. that one. Um, also, their defense has been great. Looking at guys like Xavier Simpson, uh, he's a sophomore. He brought great defense. Miles Bridges, great defense. Of course. Uh, Cassius Winston, all great defense. Yeah. In the previous games that they've seen, um, and they're also that what he talked about Wagner. What he talked about was toughness, and that's something I like to see going into March. And in, was it the Michigan State game? They had to be separated. A couple times there was like yeah it got chippy fight. quick I yeah. love that that's something <laughs> yeah. you want to see in March and that's something that if Michigan can utilize in big games that they can, can really well. break a team down especially like let's say well I don't even know if they would end up playing Duke or something but if you're getting like a guy like Grayson Allen's head yeah. and stuff like that well Grayson Allen's gonna get in your head probably but you know. and um, I think I think all the Big Ten teams have a great advantage well, having their tournament being played a week earlier true. they I'm not all sure get a week that. of practice I'm not sure about that I think that's the one week like I like that no I think that's that resting week where everyone else has been playing and is ready for the tournament it's and you're kind of just like yeah you're just getting back into it and Maybe. you're kind of comfortable no I can see that same back on your laurels um, but also you bring up the Big Ten tourney uh, Michigan beat the one two and four seeds Impressive. in this tournament so that's big uh, they beat Purdue in the in the championship, seventy five to sixty six. I'm you're also a seller. Been you, you're a seller at Purdue, right? I am a big time seller at Purdue. Yeah. I do not think they're good. Again, I told you I was at the Rutgers Purdue game where they almost beat Purdue again over the weekend. Rutgers almost beat Purdue again. They're <laughs> yeah. not good. Yeah, um, Hayes is just a weird player. Like he should be so good for how big he is, I but I feel like on most plays he's him. just like boxing out. Like he's like I sell like he's against Michigan, he took that guy to town in the first half, but still like. What did end up happening? Gets into another, foul trouble. Uh, another cool stat or take coming out of this win is that Michigan could open up the tournament in Detroit. So that's big. Uh, they start off the tournament with a big home field advantage. So they'd have to be a one seed. So Michigan would be a one seed then? Because I think that's the Midwest. No, they're, they're the projected right in the four to six seed range. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's in Detroit? Yeah. Huh. Okay. We might be looking at different. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not what um, They're right. also coming in on a nine-game win streak. Or was it nine-game? I'm not sure if it was nine-game before Purdue or after. Either way, hot streak coming into yeah, the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Got to like that. Uh, per, they Their perimeter D on Purdue was great. They shot 24 – Purdue shot 24% from the wow. three. Jeez. So that's big time for Michigan. Is um, Purdue a three-point shooting team, though? Do they have shooters? I mean, not – Really, it still shows. They still went fifty percent from the field okay. in the Purdue game. Okay. Uh, five turnovers. They went eight of twenty-three from deep. So that's okay. not bad. That's, that's decent. Yeah, a little bit over a third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about Wagner, he put up seventeen points on seven of eleven shooting. So that's, that's good. good. That's very good. Played only seventeen minutes though, due to fouls. Okay. So that's even better. Yeah. Well, it's not great. I mean, hey, it's still it shows he's efficient. He's limited. Yeah, in that yeah, game. yeah. 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 Uh, instead, we saw John. You know, correct me, Colin. You may know it. Is Teske Tesk? I mean, do you know who I'm talking about? He's the guy that dunked on Haas. Hayes, whatever his name is. Yeah, Tesk, isn't it? Tesk. So he put up 14 and came in for Wagner. Okay. He also had a great D. And I just think this is a team really to watch going into March. They're my final four. Interesting. And I like that. That's an interesting call. 
I yeah. I have nothing against that at all. I'm just looking at the brackets right now. So am I. And I, I Joe Lenardi's, which was, is you never on. know with that. He's yeah. a little interesting. Yeah, Michigan I, State at a three. After losing to Michigan, I agree with. But call that really also wanted. having Tennessee uh, as a three <laughs> is a little. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm like, no, no, no. I wanted to get your uh, response to this. I've got the Lenardi bracket up too. Purdue's still a two seed. Michigan State and Michigan are both threes. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> It's okay. I think I'm just looking at the brackets currently that Lenardi threw out. Yeah, yeah. I agree with all of his number one seeds. I think Kansas is playing lights out right Seriously, now. Kansas yeah. is the scariest team in the country right now. UVA's just solid team overall. I still don't think they're gonna. I still think they'll lose before the Final Four, only because defense is great. But in the tournament, anything can happen game to game. And mm-hmm. just when a team has a good shooting night, and you're not a huge offensive team, that can be a big problem. Villanova. They're a good team. Yeah. We'll see what happens with them in the Big East tournament. You never know. But also, they got Duke on the two seed projected in their bracket. Yeah. So that's tough. That's yeah. not who I want to see. And watch out for Murray State. That's Ooh. one team I want to say early. Murray State or Ooh. Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee okay. State. Yeah. They are very good. Yeah, I'm a big believer in Middle Tennessee every year. Very good. <laughs> they beat Michigan State. Came out of nowhere. They're very I good. I but I think I think the West bracket that I'm looking at right now where Michigan State would potentially play North Carolina, yeah. I think that's a good bracket. Kentucky I think anyone well. can come out of there. Kentucky can come out of that. Michigan State, UNC, yeah. Kansas. I think even Gonzaga could <laughs> even do something Arizona, crazy. Yeah, Arizona's in there too. Yeah. And then, like, you got, I don't know, some of these teams that I'm seeing in here, I just I don't know if I trust as much like Texas A&M. Well, how about this? What Oklahoma, who was on fire in the first half of the season, now is terrible with Trey Young, you know, being hot and cold. Trey Young is Oklahoma is. Well, I've been saying this from the. They're beginning. a ten seed in this bracket. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I crazy. I really don't think that Oklahoma is anywhere near a March Madness team, a tournament team. They'll make it, but they they might lose the first round. I just think that Trey Young is a solid player all around. I still believe in him. And I think that he's an NBA-ready player, just not for college. I really don't think that he's he enough. Doesn't, he doesn't have a good supporting cast. I, mean. I, I don't think he can be a star of your team. I think he's a good plug-in player. Okay. Put him in on a team, let's say, just for example, like LeBron. If he was on the Cavs with LeBron, if LeBron chooses to stay, I think that's an awesome player to add to your you know, roster. Yeah. I just um, think he hasn't been too efficient of late, yeah, and that's yeah. what's killed his team. Like He's a great player, puts up big-time numbers, but when you're scoring... 25 points, but you have 30 shots, that's a problem. Yeah. Do we expect any Jimmer Fredette magic from him in the bracket? I, I think... I don't know. I, <laughs> Jimmer had a better supporting cast than yeah, people give him credit for. True. And a better coach. Yeah, which I, I think is what is All tough. that is true. Yeah. I don't know. Right. We'll see. This March, I think, is going to be one of the best uh, oh, tournaments we've seen without in a while. I really don't think we can even say right now who is the favorite to come out exactly. of this no. and win everything. It actually gets me mad when people say that, you know, any given team is going to win because it's you can't really, call that it's yet. anyone's yeah. game this year. It really is. All right, I'm going to jump into my second quote. Um, this is one. This is an NFL scout talking about one prospect. Um, he played with guys who are going to be bartenders or stockbrokers. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'll narrow it down for you. It's quarterbacks. Uh, think about the colleges these guys went to. And tell me who he's talking about. Uh, this has got to be Rosen. I don't know, because UCLA, I really don't he, think, would be like... I, mean, I guess they're not He played with guys who are going to be bartenders Where's or Darnold? stockbrokers. Where's, where's Donald? USC. Donald's USC. Uh, even that, I don't know. Rosen's UCLA. Oh, where did Josh Allen go? Mayfield's Oklahoma. Didn't he go to Wyoming? 
Allen's Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see anyone out of there being. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Josh Allen. And you'd be correct. Yeah. yeah. Josh, I'll give you a full point. I told you it was quarterbacks, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Josh Allen. Well, I was going to say what yeah. team and everything, so. That's kind true, of true. You got it. So. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, you know the Barstool guys hyping up DraftJoshAllen.com. He's got, he seems more and more legit. He's got though. the rocket on. He seems more and more legit every gave, day in the combine. Gave so. some great answers to the GMs. Um, would I be upset if the Giants picked him at number two? Probably, but if I'm we traded, going if we to got it. it. Like I saw, it. yeah, like I saw this is like the combine during the combine. This is the first time I saw him out of game, like without the jersey and everything. And like the dude's pretty like. Jack, like the dude, like he's looks, a big boy. He's a yeah, big he's boy. A, so like he's, he like his athleticism in the videos oh. I've seen made it like him more appealing to me. I was like, like not not to sound weird with that, but like no, I know, I know. Josh mean. Allen as a quarterback is more appealing to me right now. <laughs> I'm reading his NFL comparison, Jake Locker. <laughs> I don't want a quarterback who's getting compared to Jake. Locker. I think if you're the Jets, you hope he falls to you. Yeah, I he's really gonna fall. Exactly. I've been saying this for months now. I still, at, with the Giants' second pick, do not take a quarterback. Please take Saquon Barkley. I've been Saquon, saying this for he, so long. Please take if Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Is there, if Saquon is there, I think we get him. I really do. I, I don't know anymore. Him, I heard a lot of good stuff about both Rosen and Allen coming from the Giants. They're throwing up the smoke screens who is, everywhere. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Uh, the assistant coach or assistant? Yeah, I think it was an assistant coach over the weekend said something about like for Saquon Barkley, he would get like. Kicked in the in the nuts a bunch of times. What? <laughs> Did you hear this? Wait, no, no. There was one assistant. assistant Here's your bonus quote of the day. Yeah, yeah go get it. Uh, let, me, I, let me find it. Uh, I'll I'll talk a little more about. Um, I'll find it. Dave Gettleman wants. If you if you follow the Giants Twitter account or okay, if you follow them, they've been putting out videos oh, yeah, here of it is. all these prospects. NFL assistant. I would punch myself in the nuts to drop Saquon. Oh, Park. I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mike but, Freeman, an assistant coach. No, Mike Mike Freeman's the. Assistant coach. Mike really? Freeman. I think Mike Freeman's a, uh, a NFL analyst. He's probably reported it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought so too, but no, no, no trust me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I was just the <laughs> oh, way. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they have it. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> All right. Anyway, because um, they don't give the name of who said it, which is annoying. here's the thing. We have no idea what's gonna happen with the first pick, with the second pick, with the fourth pick. All I know is that Bradley Chubson go third to the Colts. Um, they need an edge rusher, and he's the best one in the class by yeah, far. Otherwise, I have no clue what's going to happen. And just like you guys were saying, that you don't know what's going to happen for March Madness, I don't know what's going to happen for any of It's drafts. really going to be the first two picks that define well, yeah, the rest of the Well, yeah, that draft. makes it ten Agreed. times more entertaining, in my opinion. Of course. You don't know what's going to happen. Anything can remember, happen. Remember Andrew Luck stuck for luck for, like, the entire season. Yeah. You knew they were going to pick him one. You knew the Redskins, who actually traded up, so that was a surprise. So RG3. Got RG3. Yeah, that was, yeah, you like, know going into that draft. You just didn't know. Actually, yeah, we did know who was going. Yeah, one and two, no matter yeah. what. But for this, I have no clue, and that, that makes it so much more exciting. But uh, we're a little bit pressed for time. Jack, hit me if you shared. All right. He just said we did it and that he loves me. Coach has had my back. He's been the number one guy there for me. That's such a special moment. I'm so happy I was able to share it with him. Don't you say anything. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to secure a win. I'm here. not getting this one. Um, one more time. He just said we did it and that he loves me. Coach has had my back. He's been the number one guy there for me. That's such a special moment. I'm so happy I was able to share it with him. So this is this is a current NCAA player? Yes. And a good one. And a good one? Like a... Mm, I have no clue. Um, Put a shot clock on. No, just give me Marvin Bagley. Just move on. Close. I'll give you half a point because it is Duke. It's, it's Grayson Allen. 
Senior night. Senior night. Oh, I was never. Okay, okay. And just as I was able to it call sounded... out Colin for Michigan State, I'm going to call out UNC uh, right now for my second hot take that I've been talking about, that UNC is out in the 32. You also heard that here first. Wow. Hot take. UNC is not good. Luke May is streaky. I do not think he's a good player. I think he's way too streaky to be good. I think in the tournament, it can either be really good for him uh, and he can get hot, or... You're right. All right, here's my hot take. They're also strength of schedule. Here's my counter hot take. Notre Dame doesn't get into the bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all we need to do is beat Duke. Or even make it to Duke, potentially. Just take down Virginia Tech. I really think it's possible with a nice team, but this isn't my quote. We're not talking about Notre Dame. I'm talking about how bad UNC is. Wow. Um, so let, let's not even let, – hey, all right, sure. You, you, there was the Duke, the two wins, right? We're just as Michigan State loss was bad. Props to Colin. Right. The Clemson loss was bad. Joel Berry only had six points and was zero of seven from the three. Exactly. They're a very streaky team. Luke I don't, I'm not saying they're not good. good. I think that they're on the lower suck. end of the luckiness in March Madness. I don't think they're going to heat up. I think they're going to be just bad consistently, and they're going to barely scrape by in the first game and then get out in the 32. Uh, they're not yeah. good. I'd rather go two rounds in the bracket than go two rounds in the NIT. Oh. Yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Hey. Wednesday in the ACC tournament, they're going against Cuser Wake. Uh, I'm going to be at that game. Whoever wins. That place, then I think Cuse is a scary matchup. I think they could shock him. Oh, yeah, they'll be way. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. But UNC, I, I, I mean, just, I mean, okay. Cuse will shock UNC. Yeah, I heard you. I, All right, I'm we, just saying. We were talking about how streaky and how hard it is to bet on shooting teams. Um, so and that stays the same for UNC. Well, yeah. I was talking about some bad losses. I'm also gonna shout right, out let's, NC State. Let's be terrible done. loss, <laughs> perfect right. loss to Miami on senior night. Right. Come on now, yeah, this team is not right. good, okay. and they're out in the 32, and Michigan is in the final four. All right, you so heard it here. You need a half point here. I think you're gonna get it. I'm not giving you any hints though. Uh, another combine. There's gonna be a lot more doubters saying what I can't do, and I'm ready to prove them wrong. What I can't do. Oh. Call don't say anything. Um, it's for all the marbles. There's, a ha- it's, there's no half points here. It's one or nothing. There's going to be a lot more doubters saying what I can't do, and I'm ready to prove them wrong. Okay, well, everyone believes in, like, Donald and Rosen, so I don't think it's really them. Right? I mean, uh, okay. Sure. Sa- <laughs> Saquon's a beast. Everyone believes in him. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go with the, the guy without a hand. I know this. Oh, you got it. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say someone else. No, because it's Shaquem Griffin from UCF. And yes. Coleman locks up That's the big. win, two and a half wow. to two. Whew. I wouldn't have got that. Uh, yeah. I was going to say I, Baker I Mayfield. Know his name. Baker, Apologies Baker Mayfield would have made sense. Um, no, I'll give you a full point. I'm feeling Apologies to Griffin. Sha- yeah. Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem Apologies Griffin. to you if you're listening. He is a beast. I know you now. <laughs> He's a beast, man. 20 reps. He said he'd never done more With than six or seven. With a prosthetic. With a prosthetic that like, locked to the bar. And people were saying, like, wait, all right, listen. This is absurd. People were saying on Twitter that he had an advantage, that he, they, that his arm oh wouldn't get tired. I was like, okay, sure, like go do sure, that. Sure, you want to go try that? Yeah. yeah, no muscle there at all. He was amazing. He was a beast. Um, he ran the fastest 40-yard dash a linebacker has ever run since they started recording it in 2003. The I'm man is still not completely sold. Well, he's it. not going to go in the first round. I, I mean, agree. I'm still, I just... I want to see how far he drops just because I think a team is more likely to pick a player with two hands. Dude, giant, well, Sorry, no, no, that's so tr- no, 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 that's, that's so true. I mean, and that's what's something that GM's going to be thinking. But if the Giants picked him in the fourth round, oh. I'd be ecstatic. Oh, we'd because- have a sick nickname or something for two guys without hands, right? Huh. Uh, <laughs> true, yeah. I mean, they're, say- okay. they're saying round five or six. I think this was before the combine, which I would say definitely bumped him up a round or two. 
And if you guys saw him practicing in um, some of the videos, he was picking off passes and showing that he can catch with only one hand. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like the arm. Yeah, I mean, he can make it work. And Sketchy. if you, what, no, watch his game tape. He made it work. The reason he's even considered for this is how well he played for UCF. Yeah. In their perfect season. Yeah. <laughs> the true Another champions. hot take. They're the true champions. They are. Yeah. That's not a hot take. Yeah. That's just but my, my final hot take before I go, because I don't know what I'll be on next. You heard it here first. West Virginia's in the Final Four. Honestly, wow. I've watched West, West Virginia. Virginia. Watch I've out. West Virginia, but then they had like four straight no, losses. Because they had the flu. Their entire team had the really? flu. As Huggins right didn't now, think he was going to be able to get five guys As of right now, do they need to play Michigan at all, though? Oh, Interesting. Like in the tournament? Uh, we don't, I mean, the bracketologist. Just, just as of right now. As of right now, they did line So, up. Michigan and West Virginia are in your final four. You heard it here first. Wow. Um, I don't really have it. And anyone. UNC is out in the third. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. with that, Jack gets the win. I think it's five to four now in the standings. Big, so, big great stuff. job there. Thanks as always for calling, coming Thank on. Thank you guys for having me on. I can't wait to and be back on soon. Hopefully, next talk week we'll be videos. talking more bracketology with. Mr. Bizzaz, the yeah. color commentator from Monmouth University. Yeah, sounds All good. Right. I mean, Jack's going to stop cutting people off here, but no, no, we'll get to it. Um, All around the horn. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right, sounds good. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday.